The reason why Tom wanted to lie about it is because it's a really bad look. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. Guys, we're here. We've made it. Last night, Scandaval finally came to a head in the explosive part three reunion. Raquel was completely red to filth on that reunion stage. And the anticipated bombshell heard round the world was finally revealed in Raquel's confessional chair. We are going to dive into it all, of course, but make sure you are subscribed first so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So we are going to dive in to all of the hot takes and juicy details, but I did want to say that I did watch this reunion last night at Sir the Holy Grail, and it was epic. Katie and James showed up. And it was just, it was a great time. I actually talked to Katie for a few minutes. She was so nice. James did his, you know, MC thing and kind of came out and introduced um, himself to the Vanderpump Rules theme song. These are the best days of our lives. And it was just the perfect way to send off the season. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. You were literally at Mecca during, you know, the time, like the height of this of this franchise, of this series. Did you have a pumptini? I did have a pumptini. I did have a pumptini, though. It's a little too sweet for my taste, but that's beside the point. You know, you can't go to Sir and not have a pumptini. Well, and then... You got to offset it with the goat cheese balls, of course. You get that savory in there. Of course, but I will say, I'll give you guys a little peek into my night because it was a pre-fi menu. And for the appetizer, it did say goat cheese balls. What we received was one single goat cheese ball as (laughs) our amuse-bouche appetizer. So that's just, you know, a little fun fact about the night. A little stingy on the on the goat cheese balls. Okay, good to know. Yeah, but regardless, it was epic. And I mean, just watching the reunion there was insane. I mean, Raquel walking out on stage, like sent the restaurant into a frenzy. It was crazy. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So let's just dive right into it. All right, let's do it. So... We have Raquel showing up on the stage and of course she's like kind of putting on this a little bit of like a pity party in my opinion. You know, she's saying how she's like embarrassed by the whole situation and she knows she owes everybody an apology. And they kind of dive right into the girls trip in Vegas, which I know we're like leading up to the affair, but like, come on, like, let's get to it. Um, But they kind of break down the girls trip and, you know, basically her and Lala, you know, not getting along on the trip. Raquel said she kind of felt left out and she was like drunk when she made those comments to Lala. So I don't know. It kind of was, though, this like turning point for her that she says she started to shift. Her personality started to change and 
you know, I don't know if that's like a cop out or that's her reasoning as to why the affair kind of started around that time. But I don't know. What were your thoughts? Well, first of all, I'm glad you said let's get into it because, yeah, there was this whole like promo for Vanderpump à Paris. And I was like, yeah, we don't care about this right now. Like, w- let's let's get to the stuff that matters. But yeah, she, you know, she kind of says that she stopped being a people pleaser and was like trying to just live her life for herself. And, you know, that was selfish of her. And this is, of course, when we get Ariana saying uh, selfish does not begin to cut it, you know, diabolical, demented, subhuman. And then, you know, Tom starts chiming in to try to like defend Raquel and instantly Lala and James are just like, shut the fuck up, Tom, shut the fuck up. Like he literally cannot open his mouth to even breathe because everyone just jumps at him still. Like this is, you know, hours into being on set on stage and they are still just like not having any of it. He also keeps saying that it was like one time that they slept together. And I'm like, I don't, are you expecting us to believe this, Tom? Like, None of us are buying that it was just one time and then you guys just stopped because you knew it was, you know, wrong. But you kept talking and, you know, you were still in contact. You were hanging out. You were going to Big Bear together. Like, just stop, please. I know. It kind of seemed like he was saying like, oh, it was only one time. It was only one time, meaning that like the situations and like the time frame that they are discussing at the reunion from when they were filming at that point, it had only been one time. And even though we know that the affair went on for much longer than that, but again, he keeps saying it and everybody's like, it doesn't matter. It does not matter if it was one time. We know you're lying. And we find out later that he was even lying about the one time. Like it's just And exactly, like, even if it was just one time, it's still cheating. But like, we all know it wasn't just one time. Yeah. And so then they kind of get into the cringe conversation between Raquel and Ariana at Sir when they were talking about her and Sandoval having sex. And Raquel is basically like, that was so hard to watch for me. I'm like, hard to watch? Like, you were there. You asked Ariana these things. And you like made that what it was. So that doesn't make any sense to me that it was hard to watch for you. She was like, I was kind of coming from a place of like, do you even want to be in this relationship? And we said it before, you know, she's kind of trying to plant the seed of maybe Ariana starting to think maybe she wants to move on from Tom. But Ariana is like, fuck you, basically like F yourself with a effing cheese grater because (laughs) everything she says is just coming off so, I don't know, it's not genuine in my opinion. It seems, again, I say this about the Toms, but rehearsed, scripted, coming from her PR team, it's like a scripted response. Yeah, it's either coming for her from her PR team or it's coming from Sandoval. And even Andy said it was diabolical. Lisa was like, that was something else. Like, you've got to be a special kind of fucked up to to sit there and have that conversation with a friend while you're sleeping with her boyfriend. So then, of course, we get into like the mistress debate. Oh, wait, before we get there, Tom starts saying, you know, well, we don't live our lives by logic. It's like, fuck is he saying? Everyone else was like, what are you talking about? Maybe you should start and (laughs) Tom and you wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't have such a disastrous life at the moment. But he was, you know, he was trying to say like, oh, our feelings took over and stuff. But like, okay, even if that happens, you got to deal with it the right way. And obviously he didn't. 
So then we get into the mistress debate again. Lala's over it. Honestly, I'm over it. Like, this does not need to be debated anymore. But Lala, you know, maintains that, like, she didn't know that Randall was married. Like, was he with his wife when they got together? It's still a gray area, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, then we get, like, one of the best moments where I loved when Allie and Brock entered Sheena's trailer. So we're, you know, at this point, we're 100 yards away. We're safe from Shishi and her white claw. And then Brock and Allie enter and it's like they start having their own little like viewing party and with their aside comments and stuff, thank God we've got cameras on them. And I just I loved that. I loved the little trailer Kiki too. Like and I love how Raquel was just like alone with the cameraman. But Sheena, of course, has, you know, friends and a support system surrounding her. And it really sucks that she has to be there. You know, it. It just sucks. I would like to see her on stage with Raquel because, you know, they have a lot to deal with. So I don't know. Maybe Andy, maybe we can like get an interview with them at some point together because they have a lot to discuss. But we dive into the open relationship conversation. And, you know, everybody's saying that it kind of started when Allie saw them at the Abbey And I hate how Allie in the trailer is now talking about what she saw at the Abbey and not talking about it on stage. Like they didn't give her the platform to discuss it. It makes me so angry. I know. Justice for Allie. I know. But Sandoval continues to, as he always does, lie about the Abbey. He's like, oh, I was at a table with James. Oh, we were there with a group. And James just like one after the other is like, nope, that's not true. Nope, we did this. Nope, you showed up then. And it's just like, I don't know what Tom thinks is going to happen when he just lies blatantly and there are witnesses to prove it. I don't know, dude. At this point, give it up and come clean. Like, it's out there. Everyone already hates you. You might as well tell the truth because you're just lying and lying and lying and it's not going to do you any favors. Ariana chimes in and says, you know, I think the open relationship, I know the open relationship rumor started when Tom told that to Raquel in Coachella, at Coachella in the jacuzzi. And Raquel starts denying it. And she starts saying, I never said that. Tom never told me that. And it's like, oh, this is a perfect example of you guys getting your story straight ahead of time. Because I believe Sheena when she, you know, Sheena and Ariana both believe this source, we don't know who it is, that said, Raquel told me Tom said this to her. Like, that is way more believable than it just appearing out of thin air one day. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, at this point, we cannot, you know, never trust a Tom. We cannot trust anything that Tom Sandoval says, period. Like, it doesn't matter whether it is a small detail or a big, you know, thing that happened. Like, Raquel thinks her credibility is shot. Tom's credibility is completely shot. But they dive into kind of more details about the affair and kind of like where they are at now. So we learn that they have hung out, you know, since the news broke. I think we probably saw, you know, a paparazzi pics of that. And, you know, Raquel even considered skipping the reunion because she was so ashamed and didn't want to face, you know, anybody. And it's like, you know, she's talking about how ashamed and embarrassed and remorseful she is. But meanwhile, She is showing zero emotion. And I don't know if you or anybody listening have watched the show Love and Death on HBO, but it's about this woman who, well, I won't spoil it, but no, basically, well, this woman has an affair and she kills 
the wife of the man she's having an affair with. So it's kind of like if Raquel were to kill Ariana in this situation, but I digress. She takes, she can't handle the, you know, emotions of it all when she's on trial. So she takes this drug. And my point is, is that Raquel is like on something. I think she popped one of Schwartz's Xanax because she is just so monotone, so level-headed, again, speaking like a script and not showing any emotion whatsoever. It's definitely very robotic. And I I feel the same way. I think that she probably took an anti-anxiety pill beforehand and it's just making her unable to sort of access the emotions that she maybe wants to access. But yeah, she's pretty stoic up there the whole time. Even when, you know, Ariana's telling her that she's diabolical, that she's a dementor. You know, you like Harry Potter. I thought that was kind of funny. Hilarious. Uh, and, you know, saying, I hope my my dead dog Charlotte haunts you. Like Raquel's just kind of sitting there and taking it. I don't know. Either that or she just has a really good ability to like, again, disassociate. Like I think I said that in the last recap. She might just be one of those people who's able to just kind of turn it off and not take it or not let it sort of penetrate through her, you know, armor that she puts up. I'm not sure, but it's it's very odd. If it was me in her position, like the I wouldn't even be able to say hi Andy before I broke down in tears. <laughs> and the second someone said anything mean to me, I would be like on the floor in fetal position. And wouldn't you think that if you're like for a PR team, you might want like if you're on trial, you know, it's like you want to show emotion. You want to show that maybe you're remorseful or like, you know, show the audience or the jury that you feel a certain way. And she is not doing that. I, I think she tried. I just didn't come across well. So then, of course, we get into Andy asking, why didn't you stop? You know, why did you not stop this? And Raquel, like he says, are you in love? Were you in love? She pauses and she says, yeah. And then he asks Sandoval the same thing. And you can tell he doesn't want to answer. But finally, he says, I'm sorry, but yes. And at this point, I feel like no matter what their answer was, it was going to be bad. Because if they say they're in love, it's like you guys are, you know, pieces of shit. But if they say they're not in love, then it's like maybe that's even worse because they blew up all of these lives and caused Ariana and everyone else so much pain over nothing, you know? So it's almost like you almost want them to say that they're in love because at least maybe then it's like, okay, well, I can maybe understand it a little bit. I don't know. What did you think? Grody. I am with Oof. Ariana. I mean... Yeah, it was it was grody. It was disgusting to hear. But I'm with you. I I mean, I see the side of it where they better be in love. They better like this better have been worth it. And if they're not, uh, which we learned, you know, they're like still like figuring out like what these feelings mean and stuff like seven months. Like, shouldn't you maybe know by now, like whether this is a real thing or not? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it, but it's, it's seven just, months seven months of an affair, not seven months of an actual relationship. You know, it's not like they're not living the day to day and they're not having the types of arguments that like a real couple is going to have and are faced with those real things. They are just in the moment of sneaking around. You know, it's exciting. It's hot. 
And that's what their focus is. And so that's not, you know, you can't really tell if that's love. Yeah, no, I agree. And like Lala kind of hit the nail on the head, basically like warning Raquel, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is who Tom is. He cheated on first Kristen with Ariana. He cheated on Ariana with you. He's going to cheat on you. It's a pattern. Like they are in this like honeymoon, like, uh, you know, to put it how Teresa Judice would say, love bubble. And it has burst. And now they have to face reality and look at the situation. And it's not, I don't know. But I know that Raquel doesn't, you know, see or think things through too much. But Sandoval, I would think that maybe he wouldn't blow up his entire life if maybe he didn't think it was worth it. I don't know. Well, I don't think he thought he was going to get caught. But so anyway, Raquel has to exit the stage. And then I think she kind of pivoted and was like, oh, I just need water. So she took a sip and they're like, yeah, go. No one wants you. Like, don't come back. Well, she came back. And, you know, Andy asks about the night where they went to Tom and Ariana's house after the beach day. They were in the jacuzzi. Sandoval Schwartz, Ariana, uh, sorry, Raquel. Raquel stayed the night. He's asked if they hooked up that night. They say no. Okay, right. And then later, of course, we learned that that was not the case. And Andy also asked Tom, did you guys ever hook up in your home? And he says, no, absolutely not. God, what am I, a monster? And it's like, yeah, fucking right, Dee. Of course you hooked up in your house. And yes, you are a monster. I know. It's like I didn't believe him for a second when he said that. And then, of course, we find out that it's all a lie, as we assumed it was. And it's like, I don't know. Why lie at this point? It's like, at this point. Yeah. It's like, this has all already come out. You're already complete trash. Like you are like at the bottom. You are the lowest of the low. You might as well just like, even for your own mental health, like Raquel kind of seemed to have to do in the confessional, like get the weight off of your shoulders, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and Mm -hmm. tell the truth and be truthful. But Tom, that is not his strategy. He is continuing to try to save his reputation and little details he's choosing to omit or leave out or lie about, even though it really wouldn't make a difference at this point. No, no. And I think that is what maybe makes him, again, I'm not a therapist, but that kind of, to me, that's what is the difference between like a pathological liar and someone who lied. Because he, even though he's caught, it's like he still has to keep lying. Yes, exactly. Yes. I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, they say, they think that we're pathic pathological liars, but we're not like, yes, you are 100% pathological liars. So I don't know, we kind of get to this point where, you know, Sandoval is kind of breaking down. And he's like, I appreciate that everybody was there for Ariana. But like, nobody like reached out to me. Like, (laughs) what? So laughable. Like he thought that people in the group were going to reach out to him and be there for him. Like, I don't know. And, you know, James, of course, you know, being the, yes, immature asshole that he is, but great reality television star is like, no one likes you. You're literally a loser. Like, and just, just perfect. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I mean, then we get this weird moment where Schwartz, I think he's kind of trying to like defend Tom, take the heat off of Tom for a minute. And he comes at Ariana with this question. And to me, it felt a little pointed, like it felt like he was kind of being a dick. But he said, you know, 
Ariana, how did it feel when you were at such a low point, right? But you had the whole nation rallying around you. You know, how did that feel? I don't, it was so weird the way he asked that question. He, it just seemed like an asshole thing to say. However, I'm so glad he asked it. And I'm so glad that Ariana responded because it was such a good moment for her. You know, she broke down and she said, honestly, that is what kept me going. All of the support from her friends, but from strangers, you know, from all these people online saying Team Ariana and all these brands reaching out to her and wanting to work with her, you know, that's what kept her going and gave her the ability to like stand up and like keep moving forward. I know, because if you remember, like right when the news broke or shortly after, she like deactivated her Instagram. Yeah. She completely just like went black on social media because she, you know, honestly couldn't handle it. She didn't know what was going to happen. But I think that she did end up reactivating it, I think, a, several days or a week later and just seeing the outpouring of support you know, was probably just such an uplifting moment for her that she needed in that time. So I'm, I'm glad they talked about it. But yeah, the way Schwartz went about it was a little bit odd. So then we get to probably what is the worst part of any of the reunion episodes thus far. And it is the comment that Sandoval makes. We know that he wasn't happy with their sex life. We know there, there were intimacy issues. But he makes this comment that takes it to a whole nother level. And he basically says, you know, Ariana is talking. They're talking about like him cheating on on Ariana if there were other women. And Ariana's like, well, he actually was still sleeping with me when he was also sleeping with Raquel. And he makes the most disgusting comment. He says, yeah, but she kept her shirt on the whole time. It was really hot. What were your feelings in this moment? Because like my heart just sank into my butthole all the way through. No, my reaction was honestly, fuck you, dude. Like, fuck you. You're a piece of trash. You should be so lucky that she was even willing to be with someone like you. And that is just such a low, disgusting thing to say. And we know that Ariana has had body issues in the past who knows if that's why she kept her t-shirt on or not it doesn't matter but it's just like for him to sit there and use that as like a reason why their sex life wasn't good it's just like you're so disgusting like you are literal scum so disgusting and like everybody on the reunion stage and in sheena's trailer like lost it like yeah James and Lala were like, what? Schwartz, we get that moment from the trailer of Schwartz, like with his head in his hands. Sheena loses her shit. I mean, that is just taking it. We, just when we think that Sandoval can't get any worse, he makes a comment like that, that like just sends him right down to the fucking hell, basically. Like he deserves to go to hell. Yeah, I mean, Andy's face was oh, this is not going to be good. And he was talking about it on Radio Andy yesterday. And he said, Sandoval makes a comment tonight that is going to have every woman in America pissed at him, even more so than they are now. And yeah, I mean, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, that that was it. That was the comment. But you know, it's bad when Schwartz, who is your you know loyal little puppy dog, 
is like, dude, no, you can't say that. Oh, this is bad. And then leave it to James to lighten the mood because we kind of talk about, um, you know, Andy kind of starts grilling Tom more about the affair. And he's like, where are you guys going to be in like, you know, a year from now? And he's like, I don't know. And James, you know, comes at him in a stinky poop house. That's where <laughs> Tom and Raquel are going to be. And then we get the poo-poo heads comment, which is just, I don't know. I, I just love it. I know that a lot of people... You know, we we've talked to people about this who think that he's immature and comes off as like just an inappropriate asshole. But I just can't help but love it. I don't know. No, he is absolutely immature. But in a in a moment where like there were so many fuck yous, fuck yous being thrown around, it was almost refreshing to hear such an innocent sort of comeback. That's like both of you, your poo poo heads. You know, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. We get you know, they're, they're trying to say, like, we, we got to explore these feelings and see if they're real. Okay, fine. Raquel tries to apologize to Ariana. Ariana says, I don't accept. And Raquel's like, yeah, I mean, I get it. My credibility is sh- is shot. Schwartz says, you know, he, t- he tried to tell Tom to do the right thing. And Raquel keeps saying this thing about how she didn't realize that her actions were going to affect people in like the way that they did. She didn't realize that what she was doing was going to have such big consequences. And that I'm like, but how did you not know this? How did you not think about this? Like you're 28, you're not 18, you know? And the fact that she kept saying that was just so strange to me. And I'm like, well, then I hope that you really did learn a lesson, Raquel, because if you didn't know that by now, like, you know, I guess you had to find out at some point. Yeah. And then we get this moment with her and Tom backstage where she, you know, I think her meds are starting to wear off because she does start to show a little bit of emotion. Like she's like, you know, Tom's basically like, you handled that way better than I have. And she's like, this isn't who I want to be. It's like, you're just now realizing this. Like, too little, too fucking late. Like, you should have realized this after the first time you slept with Tom, not seven months later, when Ariana is coming at you in a public setting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, the producer is like, okay, we got to get you out of here. We got to, you know, you, you must evacuate. And it was almost like she forgot. And it's like, yeah, because you put this whole shenanigan into place where, you know, you have to be 100 yards away from Sheena. It's so stupid. And it's like, maybe she doesn't understand real life. I don't know. There is something very off. And yeah, we do the, as Andy puts it, the restraining order do do So Sheena returns to the stage and she's like, I was watching it all in the, in the trailer. And Raquel is a sociopath, like not one tier. And they do this whole montage about how, you know, obviously we saw Raquel crying about aging out of pageants, yet she doesn't shed a single tear on the reunion stage. And I just have to say, they showed the scene of her on the date with Peter. And during this scene, I was sitting at Sir, like watching Peter do his job. And I just kind of felt for him. Like, it was very awkward. He's he's just at Sir. He's the manager. He's trying to do his job. Meanwhile, he is on the television being manipulated by this like crazy woman. And I don't know, poor Peter, just poor Peter. That's all I have to say. Mm, poor Peter, literally always bridesmaid. Um, that is just the phrase that comes to mind every time I hear Peter's name. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of, Andy starts wrapping it up and he's like, you know, is there anything else you want to say? Sandoval 
starts fake crying and saying, I know I fucked up, but I'm human. And I know you hate me, but I will always love you. And I'll be cheering you on from the sides. And Ariana's like, I want to thank everyone here. Well, she names everyone except for Tom uh, here for supporting me and being a friend to me. I'm grateful to all of you. I do not forgive him and I will not be cheering him on. I do have to say, I don't know. I started to get emotional when Tom was emotional. And it's not because like I felt for him in any way, but like just to see how this ended, you know, was just emotional for me. And they're all like walking off the stage like, oh, like, wow, what an end to the reunion. It was just and then we have James going, these are the best days of our lives as he's walking off the stage like James, like, again, perfect, just the perfect ending. And, you know, we think we think it's over, but it's not because cut to black screen with text six days later Raquel sits down for an interview to talk about the affair and this is the bombshell we have all been waiting for it is here and you said it the secret lies in the blue dress you were right all along but the bombshell maybe wasn't what we were expecting so yeah let's just talk about it I think it was more of like a match and not quite a bombshell because I really don't think anything was revealed that was so shocking. But yeah, we, you know, we, we had known for a couple episodes now, like there was something weird with that blue dress confessional because we saw it in the finale and she's talking about like the first time she had sex with Tom. And it's like, well, that's weird because we also saw that dress in a previous episode. So we didn't know when that was filmed. You know, it turns out it was after the reunion and they went back and cut it into prior episodes. But I think my biggest takeaway from her sitting down with the producer is her one actually showing some remorse and some emotion. And basically, I think she got to a point where she was like, I can't live with these lies anymore. Like it was weighing on her. And that I actually like appreciated. I was like, okay, Raquel, like, yes, this is what, you know, you should be doing. But I think the biggest shock was that she kind of was going against Sandoval and she was basically coming out and saying, you know, he was telling me to say this, he was telling me to lie about this. And I did. And I'm finally just, I I need to just get it all out there. What was your what was your reaction? Yeah, I mean, so let's break down a couple of the bombshells, aka not bombshells. They had sex in Mexico, which isn't a surprise. He slapped her ass in front of Ariana. They got drunk. He ended up in her room. They did it multiple times. Not a surprise. Yeah. They went to St. Louis together. She tries to deny it. Then they show the photo and the producer pushes her and she finally says, yes, it happened. Then probably, probably the most shocking, which I don't know, I guess we did talk about in the scandal of it all, but she actually thought that there could be a possibility of a throuple. Like, what was your reaction to that? Yeah, I mean, that was pretty surprising. It seemed like she, I don't know, I guess was desperate to like hold on to Tom and was kind of willing to do whatever it took. You know, Tom shut that idea down saying Ariana would never go for that. And then we also do get the producer asking her about the jacuzzi night. And, you know, did you guys hook up that night? And she says no. 
And again, he's like, I mean, you look different. Like, I can tell when you're lying. And that's when she really started crying and was basically like, this was the one story that we kind of like swore we would take to the grave. And but she kind of says it without saying it. Like, you hooked up with your friend's man at her house while she was away for her grandmother's funeral. Like, that is dark. That is really dark. And so I think that was kind of the biggest secret that like they didn't want out there and she put it out there. And, you know, we kept hearing that maybe not all the cast members knew about this because it happened in a confessional after. Do we think that Raquel has come clean to Tom that she said this in the confessional? Do we think that he just found out about this when he watched Reunion Part 3? Like, I don't know. I, I know you mentioned like, where do you think that their relationship is going to go from here? Is is Tom going to lose all trust in Raquel since she's kind of outing him for ma- manipulating and making up this story or what? I don't know. I think it's a good question because she is kind of taking a risk in going against him. And we'll see. I mean, it seems like they're still talking, but you're right. We don't know if she told him ahead of time, hey, I ended up revealing this or if Last night was the first time he saw it. Unclear. I These are the things I need to know. Will we find out? I don't know. But we do have a secrets revealed next week. So I don't know what more secrets could come out or be revealed. <laughs> but I guess there are still secrets to be revealed. So, of course, we are going to be back next week to recap the unfortunately final episode of Vanderpump Rules. And yeah, we'll we'll see what's revealed. Don't worry, because they're going to pick up these cameras again real soon, and we'll have a new a new season before we know it. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back next week. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. You can also listen to us as a podcast on Spotify and iTunes. And follow Bravo Breaking News on Instagram and Lisa Not Rinna. We'll see you there. Bye.